When waves meet, their effects are additive. When two crests meet, we get an increased effect. That's us, here at Constructive Interference, where we've got... Myself, Cheyenne Rysion. And me, Alexander Steigerwald. Two friends, undulating through space and time, in phase, to bring you this week's best tunes. Let's, Let's get, get into, into it. it. Let's get into Dig diggity dig dog, dig this, slicker than a barbecue brisket. Ooh, spicy. You like that? Super hot fire. Yeah, those Jamaican beef patties uh, got me riled up, son. Keep you fed, sir. I keep you fed. How's it going, Alex? Wonderful, man. Sitting here with you. Got some food in my belly. Can't complain. Got some tunes coming up. Yeah, we've got a great episode of uh, some hits in line. And forever changing format with new things changing every day with us i don't know what's new alex in terms of the show yeah well we're sitting here together it's only our second episode like that and uh seems like we might have the potential to start spinning some records for the show here by by next episode which i'm really looking forward to yeah we both started off doing that with our uh own shows at our Colleges. Yeah, college radio careers, short-lived college radio careers. WVAU at American. Rainy Dog Radio, woof woof. Yeah. Go doggies. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, we both used to try to solely spin vinyl records on those shows. I only ever played one digital song so I could play the Celestials. Nice. Shout out the Celestials. Uh, Well, we've got some good songs coming up for you guys. I will be starting off this show with a little bit of Vegan. It's a artist I found through some producing notes that I was looking for uh, through Frank Ocean's producing notes. This British cat who happened to just be on, I think it was Frank Ocean's album Blonde. Yeah, his second album. Which Frank Ocean, please, put out another album. <laughs> and uh, this this... Individual vegan helped produce? Yeah, a couple tracks. And I've been enjoying his stuff. This album, Only Diamonds Cut Diamonds, is his only full-length LP. Uh, It's been remixed by so many different artists. And he actually just remixed one of Porch's tracks. I thought that was pretty cool. But the remix didn't end up exactly how I'd imagine it, per how remixes can be sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you know an artist, you know how... A remix they do will sort of come out. Yeah, and then... Like, I know the touch that Fortet always adds to a remix. Exactly. But yeah, this is Blue Verb by Vegan. And how do I describe Vegan? It's a little bit like Breaky Bot, like synth drums, a lot of samples. I was showing Alex some of his music videos last night and... Well, Wonderful. all the music videos have an individual dancing to the track and very entertaining, very in line. Very wholesome. wholesome. It made me happy. That first one. Which one was the first one? With the guy in the sweats. Right. Yeah. It seemed like he was in his like driveway or something. Yeah. He, he was jamming. But yeah, this track is uh, near and dear to me. Vegan's been near and dear to me for the past year. I've been really enjoying his stuff. I'm waiting for something new. So I'll let you guys check it out, and then we'll come back to you guys. I'm going in. What's happening to this? 
To the motherfucker that couldn't keep got their motherfucking mouth. Bitch, the shit still goes on, bro. You finna drop this shit for your motherfucking ass like man yeah yeah i like this dude <laughs> check him out yeah i'll be on it I, I already added a couple of songs to my my favorite playlist lots of samples obviously just the synths going on in terms of synth keys pads and drums and so forth yeah pretty mellow and melodic which is right have, up my alley i haven't really figured out if he's ever singing or doing any sort of vocals on his own tracks Definitely check that out sometime and see what he's doing in terms of all that. But yeah, I mean, cool cat. He was pretty, I think I read that he was like some young kid in college, like any other story. And then all he wanted to make was beats. What you got going on next? Me? Well, all four of my tracks this show feature a particular drum machine known as the Roland CR78. Okay. CompuRhythm 78 came out in 1978 but that's not the reason it's called the cr78 it was just numerically in sequence of Roland's drum machines the pattern they were following it happened to be 78 came after the 68 but it's a kind of a cool drum machine in the sense that it's the first programmable drum machine meaning it was the first drum machine where you could program your own sequence right like a step sequencer sort of so previously, all these drum machines, before it, there would be set rhythms that you'd hit play on. It would play like the Roomba, the Foxtrot, 
the waltz and they're all basically meant for like organ accompaniment yeah in churches and such yeah i understand so this drum machine was still intended to be used in like sort of a church environment for electric organ accompaniment but they they use these integrated circuits, which were new at the time. Integrated circuits meaning like these really microscopic circuits. So if you're looking at a circuit board, there might be a portion of the board that looks like a little chip on the chip, and that little chip on the chip has functionality of an entire circuit board built into this small thing. Mm-hmm. Basically like a little microprocessor. Mm-hmm. New technology, they utilize that, and it enabled the user to program their own rhythms. And so this drum machine, it has this classic sound, programmable, and somehow it's stuck around for studio use for years to come and is still being used. For example, Nigel Godrich of Radiohead, he's, he's renowned, the producer, not a member of the band, but the producer is renowned. The for fifth member of the band. Basically, <laughs> also known as the fifth member. He, he uses those in a, a lot of things that he produces um, for other artists as well as Radiohead. So I've got like a Beck song in here. It was produced by Nigel Godrich, and it has a CR78 lingering in the background. And then there's this... I didn't know he produced for Beck. I, I think this might be the only album he did. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I just know that this one is indeed produced by Godrich. But anyways, yeah, I, I like this drum machine. It has kind of a classy vibe to it, but it's pretty simple sounding as well. Maybe you should... uh hop on a browser sometimes and find an emulated version of it. Well, I actually learned today when I was just looking into it, the history of rolling drum machines and such. Cyclone, this company, um, they they do these emulations, uh, clones rather, of hardware Mm -hmm. from back in the day. So they're one of the first like TB303 baselines clones that ever came out was the Cyclone. Um, And they do like a... TR-606, they do an 808 clone. Nice. So, yeah, there's a 78 clone as well, which seems awesome. (laughs) I'd love to get my hands on one, but I'd probably get a 606 clone before I got a CR-78 clone. What's this track we're going to listen to? Well, I've got four. The first one is My Old Man by Mac DeMarco. Mm. Uh, So this is his latest album, This Old Dog. I've actually seen a video of him meeting up with his old man in a parking lot after a show. Really? Yeah, it's kind of like pops. Yeah, huh. I guess him and his old man doesn't have. Doesn't, if I remember distinctively, I don't know where I saw this video or why. It just hit me right when he said that, and I thought it was gonna be about his old man. I guess like his they don't have the best relationship, but his dad came out to like whatever show that was like in his dad's hometown, and they just kind of met up in the parking lot and talked for a little bit. And huh. They're just like the dad seemed to. Very impressed and happy with Mac. Nice. And yeah, go on about the song though. Sorry, I interrupted you. Oh, no, it's cool. It's kind of all I got. It's Mac DeMarco, our little Canadian buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he's Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely Canadian. One of the... Goofy dude, funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a pretty serious kind of sounding album for him though. It has a different vibe than his, his previous works. Like I said, this drum machine has kind of an air of class about it, in my opinion. It kind of comes across in the track. Mac DeMarco could be said like one of the like newest founders of bedroom music. Yeah. Or like Like the veteran producer vibes. Yeah. Or the one that, or one of the people that did it the best or well, most well produced and was most well known for it, I would say. Yeah. I think he's up there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. When bedroom music was being like first talked about, it was like Mac DeMarco bedroom music. Fair enough. And then now I don't hear anything about him. 
No, I don't think he's been entirely too active the last couple of years. I believe this album's a couple of years old. I used to listen to it when I was in Seattle, like when it came out towards my, the end of my career in Seattle. So that would have been a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to it. Yeah, let's go. My Old Man by Mac DeMarco.
Lord Almighty. I was confused. <laughs> you thought that was about his dog? Yeah. I, the album is This Old Dog. Yeah. And the, the song is called name, Mild Man. Yeah. Which I, I was hitting the mark when I was talking about his old man in that parking lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I'm having a weird deja vu or something going on. I'm feeling funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a beautiful song yeah i agree agree. right when it kicked in beatles vibes totally definitely not a typical mac demarco song the whole album has kind of a similar vibe to to what we just heard let's move on let's move on what you got what i got i got that red tat tat wow you're cool dog (laughs) (laughs) our favorite pokemon and little mouse rat a tat true and a great artist that we discovered through our favorite pal kid cuddy do you think he was inspired by the pokemon's name when creating his the, du- the duo yeah, yeah the duo. i'd have to look into that but Redditat's not too inspiring to be honest it's a very lame pokemon yeah it's one of the ones that you don't want to run into and but if you do evolve it and you get eradicate and you got that hyperfang going <laughs> hyperfang is a great move i like to- to have my team looking good though and a big rat with fangs just wasn't doing it for me that's fair so yeah we've got this duo ratatat and this is off their original album which is a self-titled album i had thrown it on the vinyl the other day to play and spin and listen and enjoy and gosh was i immersed in this just laying in my bed just thinking man i I need to be listening more ratatat i used to listen to them a lot like back in 2014-15 uh it's they have a very uh systematic song structure that they do but the way that they use their guitar sounds and their drum machines it's it's wild and uh yeah just really like the work that ratatat has done with other artists and their own solo stuff and you've even dived into one of the an individual guys's yeah one works. of the one of the two members they had an act that they called evax mm-hmm. before ratatat was a thing early 2000s and i really love that one album that he did it's called parking lot music it's pretty cool stuff and this song is called crisps nothing really to like say notably on the track it's just Gotta give it a listen and we'll get back at it. All right, here we go.
crisps. Give me more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Thoughts? No, not really. <laughs> it's not my favorite music, to be honest. Yeah. Definitely um, a little too high energy for me, typically, and especially right now, I'm feeling a little sleepy over here, dog. It's because the sun is kind of phasing in and out of this room, so there's not too much light in here. We need to turn on the light. I think you should turn the lamp back on. Switch is by you, my friend. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man, I'm feeling alive. <laughs> it's that Sunday sun. That Sunday special. <clears throat> Well, this next artist you've got is pretty high energy, usually. Actually, kind of new to Beck. Okay. I've not listened to much Beck until a couple weeks ago. I started listening to this album. Mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed the album as a whole, but uh, it's definitely not high energy. Not this track. Not this track, not this album. Okay. Yeah. And similar to how I think that Mac DeMarco song was a little different than most of his work and the whole album's kind of the same way. This uh, this album, I, I feel like, fits into Beck's discography in a similar way. It's just kind of more tame and like classy sounding in a way. Okay. I mean, I don't know Beck that too well either. I just know their popular songs on the radio sometimes. But I know that one of my most famous, I mean, uh, one of my favorite uh, modern rock bands, Caged Elephant, they really admire back and then they would did a tour with each other i think it was a year or two ago mm -hmm. and they have this whole relationship going so that's all i really yeah. I, recent I mean, I, news i've gotten from beck word okay I, i've had a few beck songs in my listening rotation for years uh friends have turned me on to some you know individual songs here and there in the past and i think they have that song about a trench coat or raincoat i don't know <laughs> i don't know dog <laughs> But anyways, the uh, Sunday sun. Oh, that's what you're talking about. The it's Sunday, Sunday. It's you know, there's not. We just turned the lamp on. It's our artificial sun here since it was getting a little dreary out there. Yeah, this track is named Sunday Sun this, by Beck. The track is called Sunday Sun as well. Yeah. Sea Change is the album. Sea Change, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Produced by Nigel Godrich. Mm. And if you listen closely, you can hear it right at the intro, and then throughout the track, it's more buried. But there's that same CR78 drum machine. We'll be listening. All right, let's go.
jealous minds walk in a line And their faces jade the strain Stranded in infinity rooms And the same some Sunday sound for you. Sounded like a Beck song. Yeah, it sounded like Beck. Also gave off Beatles vibes again. Sorry, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. No, it's cool. I'm not the biggest Beatles fan, you nope, Nor am I. <laughs> Everyone's gonna hate us for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... But a little Norwegian wood, you know? Mm, I love that song. Uh, I like Blackbird sometimes. Mm. So I've got this flat beat by an artist that I've known from a long time ago, Mr. Oizo, that I, for some reason, decided to remember today. Well, I don't know. Oh, we were listening to a song in my car that had some warbles. And that's what made you think of Oizo? Yeah, because these are the warbles. best like warbles I've ever heard. And you, you agreed. You were like, yeah, there's some good they warbles. Yeah, were really good. Bass wobbly bits. Yeah. And then 
haven't really come back to listening to this artist very often. I am impressed that one of his albums more recently in 2014 or 15 or 16, one of those, uh, is off of Brain Feeder, which is Flying Lotus's record label, which, you know, it's always interesting to see like a very well-established artists go to like a new label or someone else's label when they've already been working with another label because Flying Lotus was a no-name before Mr. Oizo was making music. Mm. So it's, I'm curious, like, what was it of uh, Flying Lotus's whole, like, ambiance that brought Mr. Oizo to his label? Yeah, I don't know. Good question. But yeah, great track. Music video is really cool. Uh, he has this yellow puppet that he incorporates in his artwork and music videos and stuff and the puppet's like a ceo or boss man picking up the phone and when it warbles and stuff it's like the puppet talking Uh-oh. and he's like yelling at someone on the phone i don't know what's going on but the puppet's pretty fun to watch sounds interesting but yeah this is flat beat by mr oizo i don't know if i'm pronouncing it correctly but let's go all right He's a real jerky.
that bass was really nice. Those chirps at the end were pretty too. Yeah, he nailed those little warbly bits though. Man. What you got next, Alex? Well, it's a little bit of a Icelandic beauty, a little bit of Bjork. Okay. Such a strange, strange person, but mm-hmm. I adore her so much. Yeah, Bjork, Heirloom, another song featuring the CR78 drum machine. Um, if y'all aren't familiar with Bjork, to some, her voice is an acquired taste, but I've learned to love it. I like her. Me too. No, I've definitely known some people who can't stand her voice, though. <laughs> but you've been one to not be able to stand certain voices as well. Oh, yeah. No, I can't blame these individuals, no. Yeah. To each their own. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you want to just get into it? Yeah. A little Bjork song called Heirloom. I like those tomatoes.
Millimeters. <laughs> Quarter inch. Eighth inch. Millimeter. Ports. Bjork, baby. She's beautiful. Oh, man, I love her. I either knew of her before I heard her on NPR one day driving to American University. Uh, they were doing like a morning. No, it was a podcast. It was an NPR podcast, just kind of. I think it's Bob Boylan's where he f- talks about new music and she had came out with a new album. Let's say rough circa 2018. And they play, they just play like a track off to new albums and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what we're doing here. Okay. And yeah, it was really beautiful listening to it, driving across the key bridge, going into DC from Arlington. Oh yeah. And then from there, I haven't really dug deep, but that was a beautiful you know track. Where, where she was first signed? Like what country? No, or no. What, what label? label? As Bjork, she was in another band before. She was just known as Bjork. Is it Warp? No, or? close though. Uh, so another British one. Yeah. Um. Reflex. What? Oh, okay. Yeah, Aflex Finn was the first person to to sign her as Bjork. Oh. It- that's... DJ Aphex, he was he was he wasn't even Aphex Twin yet. He was Wait, still Reflex DJ Aphex Twin. Reflex is Aphex's label, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Are they still active? No, no, no. Unfortunately, Shut they up. had over six hundred releases though. Wow. Before they, the, dismembered, dismantled. I don't know what the word is, but <laughs> disbanded. Disbanded. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a friend out in Seattle that had this uh, OG poster from the early '90s. It was Bjork with DJ Aphex Twin. It was okay. Like a show poster. I was so it was it was signed by Bjork too. I was incredibly jealous. Mm. But anyways, what are we gonna say about this next? Dude, artist? I don't know. I wish these we could just flash an image into the listeners' heads to show them what we're looking at, but. The artist name, album name, track title, it's all just a jumbled up list of symbols. Calligraphy. I'll, I'll paint a picture for you of how I discovered this. About to go into a sales meeting at my job. For some reason, I have Spotify open. was probably listening to music in my office before I'm going into meeting. And this just comes into my like Discover Weekly or something. And I click on it and I'm like, whoa, this is really awesome. And kind of get everyone's attention to sales room like, guys, look at this artist's name and listen to the beats. Like, oh, that's cool. How do you find that? Like, are you on the dark web of, like, Spotify? I'm like, no, I just it just came up in my recommended stuff. And they're like, you sure it's not a glitch or that's what I a virus? Yeah, and I'm like, well, hopefully not because it's my work computer. <laughs> but I don't know. I sent it to you because it's really cool and sent it to a couple other people. This track has a million plays on it, and wow. it's kind of hard to imagine a track that has a million plays when you can't even search it without actually having it in some sort of playlist or something somewhere, but if I were to just go to the search bar, I can't search for this track, yeah. so it's really hard to navigate to, so it's really odd. Spotify, what's up? Tell us who this person is. Yeah, <laughs> well... Yeah, that's a really good point. I don't know how you would even begin to try and search for this unless it's saved somewhere. You can click a link to it. Yeah, maybe this will uh, we'll throw a picture of this art, like the artwork associated with it and the name and everything on Instagram so people could check it out. It's something else, and it's a pretty lush beat. Yeah, really nice. Are we going to listen to it now? Mm, yeah. All right. 
was that i don't know what to call it but it sounds nice <laughs> the best unknown track i don't know no yeah. name track seriously no artist no no nothing there's just the album artwork to go off of but even it is abstract oh yeah it looks like it's in someone's office or house i don't know yeah that 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 does yeah but then there's like the fish one yeah so it looks like it's like doing a nosedive kissing the ground <laughs> what you got to end this i show saved for? my favorite one. Oh yeah yeah this is the track that got me interested in this drum machine the way the way they produced it maybe it's just some gear they used to fatten it up and give it some life but just the drum machine sounds so sick in this song it's the Cocktoo Twins, um, a B-side called Watchlar from Ice Blink Luck, little 12-inch uh, single, a B-side on the back of that. It's a, Ice Blink Luck was a song off the Heaven or Las Vegas album, um, so this is, I guess, a B-side to that album. I uh, was looking at some YouTube comments earlier for this song, and I wanted to share some. Okay, YouTube comments are always very fun. So this one's... A little arrogant but they said this would be considered the best song for 99 percent of the bands out there for the cock two twins it's an obscure b-side <laughs> very flattering sure and then someone said if it was a massive attack song it would be a hit like teardrop but i don't i don't, I don't even know what that means oh no, teardrop is like no the, i know yeah. i know but i just don't even know like oh so they're saying like sort of massive attack has more no notoriety than cocktail twins and that if no it's saying like the cocktail twins are so good and so much better than massive attack that they can have all these songs that like if they were another band that wasn't as good it would be like their hit single but the cocktail twins are just like so good that it's just like overlooked you know because there's so many other good songs mm. it's kind of arrogant not not what i'm here to share though really i just uh, you know whatever <laughs> What I, what I wanted to share was the fact that people kept calling this song sexy, right? Someone Ooh. says, so sexy. The energy in the moments just before a long-awaited and much-anticipated kiss. And then we got, you could say that the music stimulates the sexy, in all caps, in your body with a bunch of whys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find this track to be sexy? In a way, but like I would wouldn't be my first thought about it. Just a deeply sexy song, such sensuous music. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. You should go ahead and leave yourself a comment up on that video as well. Yeah, what would I say? What What are you feeling about it? This really gets the blood flowing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get that blood flowing. Let's hear this track. All right, cock two twins, watch live.
I'm feeling sexy, man. That drum machine is very sexy. <laughs> I think so. Well, another completed episode, Alex. Yes, sir. It's very nice. So nice, I gotta say it twice. Aren't you funny, mister? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's some cool stuff. I really enjoyed a lot of it. Definitely have some researching to do. I think I definitely want to dive into Beck and Bjork some more. Cocktoo twins. It's love-hate sometimes with them. I, I'll have a track come on from them, and I'm just like, I really don't like them. Damn. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I, I haven't felt that way about a Cocktoo Twins song in a long time. I used to feel that way, but something shifted in my brain yeah. recently, and I, I'll take anything I can get from them. <laughs> But yeah, except live stuff. To be honest, when when I watch live videos, it's kind of terrible in some ways. They're bad live musicians. Not the musicians. Um, like Robin Guthrie, he he does a lot of the drum programming and plays guitar. He's basically like the whole band, except for like live drums. Um, he's amazing live. Really, really good all the background music but it's it's the singer i forget her name she just doesn't hold up live mm. in my opinion well the singer is what turns it off for me sometimes right 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 yeah that's probably the most abrasive part of their music is, is her voice but mm -hmm. i don't know I, I like it a lot definitely an acquired taste similar to bjork in my opinion but i'll give it a dive too sure sure whatever floats your boat mister <laughs> uh the frequency of these shows have been variation, but we'll see what happens in the near future. Hope to be back with you guys sometime soon. Yeah, I hope to be bringing some records to the table. Mm, what are you thinking you're going to bring? Oh, man, I, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. There's so <laughs> many. but <laughs> We got we to gotta reset up. I promise. We got to try a new setup and... Alex has definitely a bigger collection than me, so I'm going to have to dig deep into his collection as well. Please. Uh, it might get a little bit more repetitive than just using the internet, but these are records that we hold near and dear and get to listen and enjoy when we're at home, so hopefully be able to bring it to everyone else through the airwaves. Oh, yeah. And any other notes for our pals? No, I think it's nap time for me. Some Sunday sun and some naps. Yes, sir. All right. Well, till next time, folks. Thanks, y'all.